Welcome to episode four of the She Is Instacast tour, where we'll be talking about Black unity, family structures, and solutions to common problems. This is my Black and beautiful co-host, Paulette Jones. I'm your Black and peaceful host, Booker Brazil. Let's talk that Black talk. So today our guest is Amari Pickens, right? Yes, sir. Amari Pickens. And the topic of today is, Paulette? Do our beliefs in gender and gender roles affect our relationships in a negative light? That's a good That's one. That's a good one. You wrote that? Thank you. I did. <laughs> no, who, which, who, who, what, you wrote that? She, Amari wrote that. Oh, okay. That's, I'm like, dang, this, mm-hmm. this next scratcher right here. We we might need to bring her on the team for some more ideas because that's a real good one. I'm like, yeah, her, her status is okay. crazy. I'd be looking at her status a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, yeah, give, give us um, give us your 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 thought, your foundation of this topic. Um. Well, you follow me on Facebook, so mm-hmm. you know I I thoroughly enjoy um, picking the minds and brains of my peers because I just I don't know if it's because if it's a, if it's because I'm a Virgo or Virgo. Earth sign Virgo. Or, <laughs> there you go <laughs> but my mind is constantly going and I'm always constantly thinking of these just you know ideologies and different things and mm-hmm. you know I, I like to question to tradition to a degree because I feel like like our beliefs in gender roles or our belief in gender in general sometimes mm-hmm gets in the way of love. I think it gets in the way of our family structure. Sometimes I feel like it can even tear it apart. Um, mm. You know, there's there was this post. It was like, it was a Facebook post, but it was like all these screenshots of all these t- tweets on Twitter. And it was like these people saying like this, these ridiculous thoughts and ideas of um, what they thought of masculinity. And I think one of them said, if a man orders dessert, he's gay. And I'm like, what? If a man orders dessert, he's gay. So I'm like, in my mind, I'm just like, wow, like we really have no idea what makes a man and what makes a woman. And so if you got these these kind of people who think something absurd like that, you know, how 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 far deep, how, how much does that affect our relationships with the opposite sex if we don't really have a good idea of, of what the opposite sex is supposed to bring to us mm-hmm. or what they are in general? And so that's what really made me think of that topic is just, you know, do our beliefs in gender roles and our idea of what a man and a woman is, can that get in the way of love? And, and does it impact our relationships in a negative light? Like, um, you know, as women... I think, you know, we typically look at men as providers. We look at men as protectors. We looked at, you know, we look at men for any stereotypical thing that you can think of. But I asked myself this question. If a man, <laughs> if a man didn't know how to fight, right? If your man don't know how to fight, mm-hmm. does that make him less of, less of a man, right? Mm-hmm. He can still love you. He's a good father. Mm-hmm. He can still be a good, you know, provider to a degree, you know, or, or whatever. But if he doesn't know how to fight, does that make him less than a man? Just because at that point, he's not, a, I guess, a, a protector <laughs> if he don't know how to fight. Well, protector don't just mean physical. You can learn how to fight. 
You just mm-hmm. go to a karate class or go to boxing classes, get your weight up, know how to fight. You know what I'm saying? So it's not really a big deal. You just probably haven't went through a path that um, forced you to learn how to fight. You know, mm-hmm. haven't been raised in a rough environment, so you don't know how to fight. Um, mm-hmm. But protecting it is more than just physical. It's like you got to protect your kids, um, what they watch. You got to protect your your um, your your spouse from going off the deep end into depression. You got to. It's, it's so many ways of protecting that since masculinity is in a lost space, like a rediscovering space right now, they automatically jump to just the surface level of stuff and just, I need to protect my family in a physical way. I need to fight. It's like, is your spirituality right to be able to guide your family in the right direction to make sure you're protecting them on that level? Because you, it can be you may be protecting your family, but if you got them in a messed up environment and they seeing people get killed and they seeing people on drugs and they seeing uh, abuse and stuff like that, what are you really protecting them from? They're going to grow up and be that. Exactly. Not only that, though, but is your mentality right to keep you all at peace within the family structure? That's true. Now, with everything that you just said, as far as what entails a protector, do you think that that just is that's just something for a man to do, or do you think that that's something that a woman is technically obligated to do as well? Because, if, in my honest opinion, I personally think that a lot of things that we think are just man related or just woman related mm-hmm. is really just adult related, like you know, we. It's a stereotype that a woman needs to know how to cook and clean and 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 make the house a home and things of that nature. But does a man not not have to know how to do those things too? If a man doesn't have a woman, shouldn't he know how to cook? Shouldn't he know how to clean? Shouldn't mm-hmm. he know how to do his laundry? Shouldn't he know mm-hmm. how to do these things? Same for a woman. If a woman doesn't have a man, shouldn't she know how to cut her grass? Shouldn't take her trash she know- out. Take her trash <laughs> out. Hell, shit. If your car break down, right? Technically, if your car break down in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. shouldn't a woman yeah. know how to change her own tire? I'm if, definitely you know, going to teach my daughter how to fix her car. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and my father, you know, taught me to look underneath my hood, mm-hmm. you know, my car. So I just feel like a lot of things that we consider to be gender related is really not. It's just about us being adults. And knowing how to do that ourselves to a degree. I feel like if you raise children to know how to be functional adults, they'll (laughs) know how to pick up their side of responsibility in any situation or relationship that they're in, whether it's romantic or non-romantic. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, knowing a man knowing how to clean up and everything will make him a good roommate one day if he, you know, he has to buy an apartment. You know, you don't want a dirty roommate. You don't want a roommate that don't know how to clean up or wash the dishes or anything like that. So, I don't know that. I mean, what do you guys think as far as that goes? Do you think that these gender roles that we've created for ourselves, do they still serve us well? Or realistically, Mm. with our generation, do you think that, you know, it's just really knowing how to maintain your house? I personally, I agree with you. I feel like if you're being raised to just learn how to be a responsible adult and fend for yourself, you're going to fall in line when you are in a relationship, no matter what. And I think that's a great quality because 
like you said, some people are not being taught these things for whatever reason, maybe for, you know, I feel like that the mindset of the man should know how to do this and a woman does this is back in the day. And I've said this in previous discussions before, like that's an old school mindset with our generation that that's not, it's, it's just not how it works. Out. It's not how it is. Um, because you have so many single dads, single moms, you know, you have uh, same sex relationships now. So it's like, okay, so if, if I'm dating a girl, that means none of us taking the trash out because only the men's supposed to take the trash out, right? Like, so, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like, uh, so we just gonna have a stinking house because ain't the man in the house? Like, nah. Um, so I definitely feel like it's based off of the way that you are trained growing up as a child. Um, and for for whichever sex, when in a relationship, having the benefits of knowing how to care, take care of yourself in all areas, um, it just helps. Because what if you have a partner that's not that good at cooking? Like, what if I'm not I'm not bad at cooking? I know how to cook, but in my marriage, my husband cooks more than me. He's a better cook than I am. So mm. in that case, I don't feel like that makes him less of a man because he can get in the kitchen and make some shrimp. And uh, yeah. you know, my shrimp might not be as good as he is. And, and it don't make less than a woman either. That exactly because I don't right. Right, you know, he's just better with you know. He might add some some garlic butter to his, and I might not. Like you know, what I'm saying, like I don't feel like that makes anybody less of anything because at the end of the day, as long as they're still taking care of their other responsibilities, it's not like you know all he does is cook, and then I got to go out and work and pay all the bills and take care of all the kids. You know, what I'm saying like we share responsibilities, and in my marriage personally, um, I don't believe in having anything that are gender specific. He takes out the trash, but some days, you know, if 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 the babies might have, you know, use the bathroom or something, like, because I have little people, like baby babies. So if there's like poop diapers all over the house and I'm tired of the smell, I don't have a problem walking downstairs, taking it to the dumpster. Like, I'm not going to set it there and be like, okay, I'll wait for daddy to get home because that's his job. Like, no, like it's, it's simple things. And that doesn't make him less of a man because he didn't throw out the four poop diapers that I changed today. And it doesn't, like, it's, it's, that's ridiculous. Like, I, I really feel like it's just an old school mindset. Um, and that everybody should learn how to fend for themselves. Because like you said, what if you are, what if, Lord forbid, something happens and I die today? My husband should know how to take care of the kids. He should know how to change a diaper. He should know how to cook the food. He should know how to wash their clothes. He should know how to put their clothes up. He should know how to identify who wear what size. Like, that's not something that should only be for me because I'm not the only parent in the, in this relationship. Um, so yeah, I feel like it's an old school mindset. With our generation, I definitely feel like that mindset should change. Um, and another thing, just adding it in, but I feel like when you get in these relationships, if you got old, it don't matter who it is. Don't let anybody else tell you how to run your relationship. So if your mama telling you or your grandma telling you, girl, let that man go do the job and you sit at home and take care of all them kids by yourself, but you know that that's stressing you out. Don't listen to them, baby. Let them man come help you with them kids. And if you need to go get you a weekend job, cause you just need some fresh air and want to make your own money, go do it. Like don't. Right. Uh, yeah, I definitely feel like we need to, as the times change, our mindsets need to change and how um, everything should be operated. Question. This, this is a real question because I'm going through a um, um, masculinity rediscovery shift in myself as well. So, okay. yeah, so I'm actually reading this book that my homeboy put me up on. It's like it, it switched my shit, like, you know, mm -hmm. like kind of knocking the rust off of gears I never turned before. I'm like, ooh, bars. So it's this <laughs> um, book. Can you see it? Nice guy, no more something. Somebody Glover, no more Mr. Nice Guy? Yeah, no more Mr. Nice Guy. And it's basically about a book 
it's basically about men uh, being raised by not men being raised by women, but the effects that happen from okay. men being raised in a single parent household because of what hap- happened in the, uh, the crack epidemic in the uh, 70s and mm-hmm. the 80s and, the, you know, uh, going to war in the 60s and stuff like that, how that affected the men all the way down. And mm-hmm. if he was born between 1960 and like uh, whatever the date is, he was affected by it. Mm-hmm. So it was talking about things like that. And it was like how masculinity kind of got very skewed and lost. And what I want to make sure of is what we're talking about now is because of roles of genders, like far as uh, like taking out the garbage and like responsibility roles and stuff like that. Right. It. I want to make sure that we still can define what femininity is and what masculinity is and what mm-hmm. those things do for the dynamic in the relationship because both need to be in play. You know, mm-hmm. whether which one is the dominant, which one is protector, both of those roles is definitely need to be in play because it's too much uh, feminine energy and it's a, uh, you got a, a house full of boys, it's going to affect them when they go out in the world by themselves amongst other men that was raised by men mm-hmm. you know they can get, get taken advantage of and as a yeah. man out in the world you need to be able to you know stand your ground hold your own speak how you need to speak and you know lay down the foundation of respect because men like to test you in different ways and if you don't mm-hmm. hold up to the part they're gonna treat you as such and you don't want you don't want to pass that on to your son of being too passive and stuff like that. So, and as for women, well, I'm not a woman, so I don't really know like the the little things that y'all go through far as your, uh, your feminine energy and how to uh, uh, cement that when you dealing with other women and what do y'all do? Mm-hmm. But it definitely should be a divide, not divide. I don't like to use that word. Um, you know, what is femininity? What is masculinity? And bringing the same household to work as one while we redefine the the ways of doing things in family because what they used to do back then is like eh, that's that's not gonna work that ain't gonna work Mm -hmm. ain't gonna work not in this but as we move forward we need to kind of re-implement the the new way of doing things yeah so how how do no go ahead no i was gonna i want you to finish your question because i want to answer it too what's how do i ask it what do you think masculinity should be and what do you think femininity should be or is? That's a good question. And I think as we evolve as beings, I think that our definitions are probably going to change. Me personally, I believe that even, even me as a woman, I think every individual should have balanced amounts of both right Mm -hmm. because what you see in a lot of men these days is hyper masculinity Mm -hmm. right so it's like these extra extreme ideals of what a man is supposed to be like a man can never cry a man can never you know look weak and man can never like all these things that devoid a man of being a human being when you really think about it 
Because what human being on this earth doesn't have feelings? What human being on this earth doesn't have emotions? A man should know, I guess, when and how to show his emotions, you know, Mm -hmm. because I feel like what's going on with a lot of women these days is we're dealing with men who don't know how to communicate, who don't know how to let that let some of that pain go or let some of, you know, just let whatever it is within them. Cause I feel like a lot of men have a lot of pent up anger, For pent sure. up emotion, For sure. just like, especially our black men. I'm seeing in a lot of, in a, in a lot in our black men, we just have a lot of, uh, our black men have a lot of aggression. And unfortunately our women are taking the brunt of it, you know? Um, Cause then our men, you know, here it is. If you guys have spent, I guess, your whole lives being around each other <laughs> and you guys are spewing all this hyper masculinity stuff, when you get with a woman and you're trying to actually build a foundation with her, you don't have the tools. You don't have that feminine energy within you to know how to cultivate her because women need that exchange of, I guess, if you want to say affection is feminine. Men need to know how to cultivate women. And if you want to call, you know, showing affection or showing emotion as feminine. But I noticed that a lot of men are uncomfortable doing that. And I know that that's an area that women um, thrive or they need to thrive. Women need affection. Women need love. Women need a soft um, approach sometimes. And I feel like men lack a knowing in how to even give that. And so women often you know, we go without in that area, right? And, you know, some men will be like, well, she just needs to stop being sensitive. She needs to just toughen up, you know, but really... If they want you to be masculine. That's not, that's not, that's not what so women are supposed to be. Like, the feminine exactly. energy is not like, I don't want my woman to be toughen up. Like, uh, no, nah, I like you soft. <laughs> when she does match your energy, then it's a problem, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, men... A man will say, well, a woman can say something a certain way to a man and a man will say, you know, well, if a nigga said that to me in the street, I lay his ass out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. So women, we may test our man sometimes, but it's really that we're just re- regurgitating the energy that you're giving us. If you're if you're being harsh towards us, if you're giving us that, you know, cold exterior, if you're giving us that, you know, I don't know what word to use, but, you know, just that hard demeanor. You know, mm-hmm. you're not going to like it if she gives you that same thing back because, right, you're not you're not going to know how to deal with it. You're not going to know how to deal with it um, without, I guess, aggression. Men, mm-hmm. you know, that's just something that men naturally have within them, I guess, I guess, is mm-hmm. aggression. Yeah. And so I don't know. I just feel like personally. But to answer your question, what is masculinity and what's femininity? I personally believe femininity is is wisdom. I feel like. Um, it's nurturing, it's healing. Um, now with masculine energy, I feel like to a degree, I still feel like there's wisdom in, in masculine energy, but it's different. It's a, it's a knowing of, of how to survive, right? It's mm-hmm. a knowing of how to, um, I don't know, how do you put it? It's kind of brute almost. It's a little... <laughs> Masculine energy can be a tad bit brute, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I also, I don't know. I, 
help me. Somebody help me. What else? Is this? See, and, see, and, and this, <laughs> this part right here, and this part right here is why the energies are so drastic. It's because masculinity has been lost a few times in these decades. So it, it is going to affect a woman because a woman needs a certain energy from the man naturally. And with the men is, is either hyper mas hyper uh, masculinity or it's very feminized. Mm -hmm. It's never been a time where men, healthy minded men or just want to heal men actually talk amongst each other and like, like uh, be vulnerable with other men, like, yo, I'm, I'm having a problem with this. I'm having a problem with this. Our communication has been messed up with our feelings. So I feel like with men, we, with seeking help, we need to be able to be vulnerable with each other and actually talk to build each other up because women, naturally, y'all do that. Y'all, mm -hmm. naturally, y'all have girls night out. Let's go talk about this. That's Y'all, mm -hmm. you know, emotions is easy for y'all to talk about. It's not easy for us because of the history of masculinity. So, and it's and it's an agenda to strip it out of the households, to strip it from the community. You know, when you get hyper-masculinity, we get like, most of the masculine men are in jail. And if you, if you real masculine out here and you uh, talk to like authority or something, you automatically a threat. So they're gonna try to shoot you down or put you in jail because you're a threat and we need to get in your household. We need to get control. Masculine energy is hard to control things. So we need to put you away or kill you or make you feminine. So where does that leave the men like me and my homeboy that's seeking help to be a balanced man and redefining what masculinity is because we was raised in similar households when it comes to masculine energy. And it was kind of just absent. And we mm -hmm. not toxic men, but we have been in stages where we moved wrong because we just didn't have a healthy guidance to look at, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's kind of out here a little lost, trying to redefine what it is, but still trying to hold our own, you know, trying to be vulnerable, but hard at the same time. So it's, it's like a, it's a weird dynamic and we should know what masculinity is because it's easy to find what femininity is. But the only thing that's been out here masculine is just uh, disruption, chaos, or uh, feminine masculinity, where mm -hmm. it's the woman defining what masculinity is and the, men, and the man moving as such. Mm -hmm. shouldn't be that. Masculinity mm -hmm. shouldn't be defined on what a woman says. It should be defined in what we know it should be. Femininity should be defined what we know it should be. When we come together and we work together, we make a good working machine. So I'm not stepping on your toes, trying to do things that you normally, like naturally feel like you should be doing and that I naturally feel like I should be doing. So that's the thing right there. Like you was like, uh, I don't really know. Imagine what I'm going through. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you know, yeah. trying to redefine what this is. So this book is really helping me like break down the, the barriers that I had of being like just too nice and what I've been going through and how people been like testing me throughout my whole life. And I just been missing the test and why I end up in certain situations because I didn't sit in my boundaries. 
I think that's a, a real thing for masculinity is setting boundaries, hard boundaries. Do not cross this line or you'll get fucked up. <laughs> it's just that simple. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's really no communication. I, this, I communicate that this is what this is. If you cross this line, you're going to get fucked up. I'm not about to come over this line to fuck you up, but don't cross this line or it's going to be problems. Right. That's a part of masculinity. Like, as a household, we build that up over our household to protect, like, you can do what you do out there. Cross this line, it's going to be a problem. Exactly. Not like, oh, you said this to me? I'm going to go fuck. I'm going to step out my household, step out my, my boundary to come mess with you, and I'm bringing danger on my family. Right. A lot of men don't know that. They just get offended off you just disrespecting them. It's like, I mean, is your disrespect hurting me? Like, okay, you keep... I I don't even think it's that they don't know it. I think it's back to what Amari was saying. It's just that hyper masculinity. It's just mm -hmm. that they so fixed on like, oh no, I'm about, like, I ain't about to take this. Like they so used to having to just be so hard and not having any type of femininity or feminine energy to kind of like keep that balance of like collectiveness that when they do have somebody step over that boundary line, it's just like, oh, you either about to, you know, get dealt with all the way or, you know what I'm saying? Like, like bro, you about to disappear or, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you about to come up missing? <laughs> like, like, bro, you about to be in the body bag six feet under real quick? Like, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's the lack of guidance, like... Definitely. It's a definitely. lack of, it's, it's such a lack of guidance. And when people look at, when I look at people like that, it's like, all I see is pain. I don't judge them. I see pain and ignorance, and they, they're just lost. They don't know how to yeah. wield themselves back. And that's, I guess that would be like the being well-versed with your feminine energy is knowing mm -hmm. how to kind of control your emotions a little more. Because when you got a, per when you got a, uh, a man that's a really emotional man, just imagine the structure he going to do because he's acting right off impulse. And that's not that's not really supposed to be in the the character of masculinity. You're supposed to be able to be kind of think a little more and then act. Mm -hmm. I was talking about on our last, not the buying. All right. <laughs> um, who was talking? Where was we at? Amari. Well, no, you were talking last book. <laughs> Mommy brain. Mommy What's brain. Oh, Lord. <laughs> 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 you were we were talking you were talking about how masculinity has been lost um by not having any male figures currently um outside of the prison system to encourage the young men of your nature that are looking to find and define their masculine nature. Did I sum it up good? Mm -hmm. good. All I remember is you go go missing if you go missing. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was talking about um, boundaries. Um, yeah. Uh, so, off of my story of, um, you know, stepping into my masculinity more, I noticed that I always allow people to cross my boundaries. And with being a man, that's, it's so essential. It's so essential. Mm -hmm. Because if, you allow people to cross your boundaries, then that makes your woman insecure. That makes your family insecure. That makes your business structure insecure. That makes everything falls apart when you don't set boundaries. I've done it several times. And now coming into my 30s, I don't want that to be a problem. 
I don't want to pass that problem on to my son and my daughter. You know, I don't want that to, that has to stop. Boundaries have to be in place. I got to learn how to implement boundaries. And I'm learning that now, especially throughout these, these last couple of weeks, I've been sending boundaries all over the place. Like I didn't even know I was getting tested like that, but because we've been dealing with it so long, y'all kind of used to it. Y'all don't even know. Like a lot of times you don't even know that your man is missing the ability to set boundaries because you're so used to dealing with it. And then that makes you more masculine. Because now you got you peep the problem. Now you got to step into the role take care of it. and take care of it. Or the man is too masculine and he's setting boundaries all over the place. And it's, you feel like you're in prison. <laughs> you know? And it's like you overreacting. So it's a balance of men, need, men just need to learn how to use our masculinity without trying to uh, conquer each other. You know? So, yeah, that's my that's my piece. On I think it goes me. back to that that balance of as a man have, having that perfect balance of masculinity and femininity. Because I think I asked this question on Facebook. I said, "What did I say?" I said, "What do you think the world would look like if men and women ruled together? Right." where feminine energy was respected as a ruling power just as much as a ma- as masculine energy. Because I feel like we have so much war and chaos and killing. And when you kind of look at the statistics of what's really going on, it's a lot of times it's men, unfortunately. It's men at, behind, you know, the causes of war and or, or initiating, sending our, you know, youth off to war or... It's just, it's always a man. <laughs> it's usually right. a man calling these shots mm-hmm. and it's destroying us as a, as humanity, you know, and it's just too much masculinity at the highest power making decisions for the rest of us when really there should be a balance of both energies making decisions. Because as you sure. said, men like to test boundaries. Women too. Oh, Don't yeah. get twisted. Women test boundaries. <laughs> All right. No. <laughs> But, but you're right. Men do like to, you know, test it to see what they can get away with. It's just something about that. It goes back to that brute, that gladiator aspect of, you mm-hmm. know, conquering or fighting and seeing who can gain control. Yeah. But I feel like when you have a balance of feminine ener- feminine energy, you have that wisdom. You have that calm spirit almost to say, okay, well, you to know what's needed and what's not needed as far as mm-hmm. uh, aggression. You know what I mean? And I just, I don't know. I think I'm still trying to figure out, you know, my relationship with masculine energy myself. My father, he's, my father is a very calm spirit. He's, and I don't know if it's because he's a Virgo too, but he's just very calm, very cool, (laughs) (laughs) very, you know, in my opinion, non-aggressive. He can get there, don't get me wrong, Mm -hmm. if pushed. But I've hardly ever heard my father raise his voice. You know, I've hardly ever seen my father go toe to toe with a man. But I've also noticed that no man has ever tried us, you know, around my father either, Mm -hmm. you know. So it's just, I've always looked at my father as just like truly a man that has that balance of, you know, you walk, talk, present yourself as a man, Mm -hmm. but also have that calm spirit to be able to, you know, nurture, 
you know, your children or your family and, and different yeah. things like that. Because uh, the aggression is needed. It's, it's mm. needed. And, and, and you, a lot, most of the times you just need to show them that you got that card. Most yeah. of the times you don't need to play that aggression card. They just need to yeah. see it like, nigga, I go there. You know, <laughs> like, I know I look calm, but this is how calm I am. Is how aggressive I, I am when it comes to the. So they just need to see you upright and walking and talking and moving, transparent from A to B, and that that mm. aggression card is needed. And when it's when it's taken away from a man, that's when you start getting the the feminine masculine energy, and that's mm. when you start getting the the men that don't really, you know, move like a man. You know, so it's the the characteristics that's hyper right now of masculine energy is 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 too too much or you know it's not enough so it just needs to be like like how your father is just balanced like you never seen nobody try him but you know he got that card he implements that somewhere he's been through somewhere in his life where he know I don't have to go there for a man to respect me and that's how I am like I don't have to go there to to get respect out of a man. I can be in front of any man and I will have respect. But I also know they like to try and push push buttons and stuff that I need to know when to check. Like, nah, we're not doing that. You know, calm. Mm-hmm. And that just just to acknowledge that you tried me is enough mm-hmm. to set people in place because most people are not going to overstep the boundary. They just want to see if they can. And if they see if they can, they can keep going. They keep going, keep going, keep going until they finally get you against the wall and threaten you. But most of the times, people are not really about their life because they really was. They're going to go all the way first time. Right. But you see them trying, it's like... You say what? It really makes me wonder what is it in a person's mind that makes them want to try a person? Because I consider one one of those people, too, where... I'm not the type of person to cause issues with anybody. You can't really mm-hmm. think of, like, I can't think of anyone that I'm beefing with because I, I don't go around starting beef or anything. But I've been mm-hmm. tried just because I'm a calmer spirit, right? Mm-hmm. And it just really makes me wonder, what is it about a human being? Is this, is that, It has to be something within them, first of all, that's uncomfortable around a calm spirit or... Um, or they're just full of conflict where they feel like they have to start it where there is none. Because <laughs> I just yeah. feel like I just I think, that, I think that's what it is, that most of the time people are just full of conflict. I, like, that's why we have bullies in school, people that love to pick on you. And most of the time, the people that are bullying you is doing it because they're being bullied by somebody else in some other form. Whether it's, you know, like emotional or mental dysfunction within the household. Or whether it's an older sibling that's always messing with them and making fun of them. And then when they get around other people, that's how they take it out. That's how they vent. That's how they release all of that energy that's built up inside is by picking on other folks and making other people feel bad and testing the waters in other spots. It's like they're just trickling down. Whatever is being done to them, they in turn turn around and do to somebody else so that they can feel better, which don't make sense. But Hold on, I one feel like that's what it one is. One second. Somebody call me. One second. Uh-huh. We don't need you for the conversation. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I personally feel like that's what it is because I'm the same way. I'm very calm natured. I'm very relaxed and just, you know, I don't mess with nobody. Nobody mess with me. But it's like, you know, 
try me if you want to because I'll show you. <laughs> it's not a good trade, but I'm one of those people where you show me your ass mm -hmm. and I'm going to show you ass, titties, and coochie. Like, okay. I, I don't have... <laughs> I don't have that that know-how of like because I'm like I can, I really consider myself such a calm person. So when I feel mm -hmm. like I have to kick into that gear, it's We're going all the way. It's extreme, and yep. I just you know don't mess with me because I'm not out here messing with people. Like exactly. Just, <laughs> I, I trust me. I am with you, baby. I'm with you. I'm with you. I just don't get it. Mm -mm. <laughs> That like never and never <laughs> all right um Paulette, you were saying something yeah um oh i already said it while you was gone we were i was just i was just saying <laughs> dang i'm out of this <laughs> 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 all right hang it up hang it up no, I was just saying, I was just saying that I feel like it's because uh, people are bullies and most of the time they try you or give off that um, energy because it's something that's being done at them. And that's the only way they know how to release it and kind of make themselves feel better. Yeah. And, and you, we were just talking about how people, it's exactly right. Because you, because you're so calm and soft. They're like, oh, it's a little flower over here. Let me just, you know, try to kick it over. Let me just. You know, it, it's so it's harmless. Does <laughs> that though? Like a beautiful flower just sitting there minding his business. Who just says, yeah, I'm going to kick dirt on it. I'm going I'm to stomp this flower out. Like, you just, it's got to be some messed wrong. up. Exactly. Some messed up people. Exactly. <laughs> what was the other half of the question? What was the question? I, about, I was just, I swear to God, I was just about to say, do we fully answer the topic? Like, let's see. Um, it says, do our beliefs in gender and gender roles affect our relationships in a negative light? I just personally think, I seriously think that it does affect our relationships in a negative light. I think we're that generation that's kind of like in the middle, like as millennials or that generation where it's like the old way versus like the new modern way that's emerging. And mm -hmm. we're kind of like caught in the middle of these old values and this new way of life that doesn't really match those old values. Right. I think, I think I personally do think that our ideas of gender roles are tearing our families apart because you hear a woman can have a perfectly good man. Right. But he may not hit the markers of what she, and I say she, what she may consider a man. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and she may have skewed views of what a man is supposed to be. Mm. So all because of your mind and your perspective, you're ruining a potential good situation for yourself because you have expectations that really shouldn't be or, you know, that really aren't realistic according to, you know, what a man is. So mm -hmm. I think it does. The same thing for men. Men could be, you know, dogging some really good women because she doesn't fit this model of what he may believe a woman is supposed to be. But you got a good woman on your hands. And, and now you just, you putting her back to the streets. <laughs> hmm. And you're getting Don't your make treasure. Don't me sing it back to the <laughs> Don't make me sing it back. Bounce that shit like, well. You know? <laughs> um, I feel like 
to correct that, we need therapy, especially millennials. We need therapy to, so we can get a better grasp of how to maneuver because we don't move like how our parents did with relationships and we not about to. Whether we, we stopping it or we at the very least we know Say that one more time. Say that one more time to. for the parents in the back. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> or at the very least we notice the problems of how it was moving back when we was being raised in the 90s. Yeah. But also we are damaged from that because that's all we know. But we know that it's wrong. It's things wrong with that. It's some values. It's some things in there that's good. But a lot of it is like we witness a lot of romance and struggle, romance and violence. Like it's it's a, re- a relationship and a marriage is nothing without struggle and romance, uh, struggle and um, violence or turmoil. You know, so I feel like we need to get some therapy to do away with what we seen growing up so we can implement the new way of being in a relationship to being married. So we want to abandon it altogether. And then we really got people just out here just with no family structure because family structure, we need that in the household. Households need to be had when raising children. That's that they need foundation. They need uh, certain habits, routine. They need to wake up and see mommy in one way daddy in one way they need to get used to the energies that they both bring to the household we need that kids need that a lot of us was raised in single parent homes so it's you said what <laughs> no, I, said, I raised my hands mm-hmm, I said but I love you mama <laughs> I love you mama <laughs> but uh yeah a lot of us was raised in one parent home so it's kind of like we know what's wrong with that so either I'm not about to be in a relationship or I'm about to do it, I'm about to do it the way I know it should be, or I'm just not gonna do it at all. And now it's a lot of a lot of people starting to abandon marriage, uh the whole idea of marriage or looking at it as a prison or um more polygamy relationships coming up, which I'm not a, really against for real, but it's not for me, but that's a whole nother topic. We we discussed that on our first podcast. I'm about to say, I'm about to say if, you, if you didn't catch it, go ahead and go yeah. back to episode number one. <laughs> so, uh, but I can go on that too because I mean, you there's so many different dynamics to a relationship. It doesn't always have to be what we're used to or what exactly. we've known it to be. Because what we've known it to be is and this is it's not the right way either. Like you said, when a lot of us being you know raised in single parent homes, that's not supposed to be. You know, you're not supposed right. to be without your father or your mother. And even if your parents aren't together, you know how many toxic relationships, toxic co-parenting relationships there are? Where mm-hmm. you got women keeping their child from the father because she fell away or, you know, whatever the case may be that makes the situation, that makes the co-parenting situation toxic. We got to oh, do a second. lot better. Oh, yeah. One second, one second. I know he said one second, but there is, you watch... I don't even want to give him no promo. <laughs> you you watch that Kevin Samuels video? I'm really good with faces. I'm horrible with names, but that name don't sound familiar. This video that's on Facebook right now, and it's this woman asking this older man for dating advice. And <laughs> basically- oh, is that the guy that was dressed up in the suit that went yeah. off on that? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my, that's a perfect, that's another example 
of old ass views of gender and and what a man is supposed to bring to relationship and what a woman is supposed to bring to relationship because the way he broke that woman down <laughs> so messed up oh my god and to me it was kind of like how can you tell a woman that is making six figures that she shouldn't expect a man that's making six figures exactly just because she may not fit an ideal of what he thought a woman is supposed to be. You know what I mean? Because you your think- idea of a woman it might not be the same as another guy that makes six figures. <laughs> he might like them in a certain way. He like- might be. There's a man that's making six figures that thought that woman was the hottest thing walking. And here he is talking crap, putting her down like what she wants. Like We all have the ability to attract what we want in our lives. So she very she has to she has for one where she first messed up was asking him for advice. <laughs> Just even contacting him, yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even contacting that man that was messed up because now, for one, you you've already proven that you don't have that confidence within yourself to know how to attract what you want by asking him that. And then two, now you might have allowed him to plant a seed within your mind to say that you're not worthy enough and that you should look for a man that and I hate the word average because but just and now he might have put her in a mindset to make her kind of lower her standards and what and, and, and let go of her boundary line and cut exactly. it off exactly perfect yeah. example of that I saw that and I was just like that is disgusting that, I that, watched that, that it made me sick to my stomach I don't even think I seen the whole thing I just saw like whatever little clip was on somebody else's page they were doing like a reaction to it, and I was just like, "Yeah, that's sick." Like, uh. it's sick. And if you watch more of his videos, it, it gets sicker. <laughs> I, I would not. No, nope, I wouldn't even sicker. give him a, a second of my time. That was so disgusting. Because in the same light, if he was talking to a dude, he would never tell another man not to. Um, you know, what I'm saying, uh, this, this. We're not gonna use that word. Uh, there are everyday men out here working everyday jobs, not making six figures, but they have the confidence and the belief that they can get a six-figure woman. And he would never tell one of the men, "No, nah, but that ain't that's below your that's above your standards." He well, wouldn't actually, do that, did he? Girl, he go hard on the fellas too. Okay, okay. All right, know y'all talking I, about? Yep. <laughs> he go hard on the fellas too. Okay. At the same time, his views are still very outdated to a right. degree. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good to know that he does. He's not biased. But <laughs> I, I'm with you. I'm with you. You can never tell somebody um, to lower their standards, or you can't tell anybody what the set standard is for a relationship because everybody wants something different. Exactly. So. Mm-hmm. If it ain't for you, it ain't for you. But that don't mean it ain't for Billy, Bob, and Joe either. So, but he got he got a lot of pain too. I see. Oh, you can of, tell. I can see a lot I of pain on him too. The way he went in on that girl, you can tell that man had been hurt or had some type of something going on. Some. And the way he goes in on single mothers, it really. I he better not have no kids. That's all I got to say. Because he'll sit up there and say, first of all, our. Our idea, not only on gender, but age is, is messed up, too. Because how do you consider 35 old? Like, I had, I, I made a status the other day on Facebook t- saying, like, I really don't think 20s are our prime. At all. Honest. 30 is I the prime. 30 definitely is, the like, between 30 and 40, you that's know, early 40. I think that that's the prime in all actuality. Can I realize that? Levels. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I realized that like approaching my 30s, like I'll be 30. I might as well say about to be 30 this year because January is right around the corner. But I realized I'm like, oh, I got a lot of wisdom now from going through my 20s. Bad. I, I know exactly what to do in my 30s to get set up exactly. for my 40s. Mm-hmm. So yeah, twenties is probably like, like body wise, your prime, like, like developing, I guess, like you and your peak of energy. You said what? I can't even say that. I can't even say twenties is your prime as far as body wise, because in my early twenties, like I was a stick. Okay, like I was <laughs> a stick. Then when I had my son, right. Uh-huh. I grew ass. I grew mm-hmm. more. Come on, buddy. But I mean, so it, it really, you go through different, I mean, don't get me wrong. <clears throat> People can have kids young too mm-hmm. and they can reach their prime. I think your prime is, is different for, for everybody to a degree. Cause some people reach their prime earlier. Some people reach their prime later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I personally believe that, you know, it, you just got to know who you are and what your prime is or what you consider to be your prime. But I still, you don't know enough in your 20s for the 20s to be your prime. You don't and know you enough. Don't, you don't know enough. And you don't look that bad. You don't look bad in your 30s either. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. You still I actually look think young I'm, in your 30s. I look, I'm looking better in my 30s than my 20s, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, look at you. <laughs> you, know, you gotta know it. <laughs> I'm, about to drop, I'm about to drop this body, though. I'm about to drop these muscles. Oh. <laughs> drop this baby. I got a baby right now. In the oh, oven you pregnant? Right now. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Wait, is it about to be a Virgo? No. No, unfortunately. I had... <laughs> Sorry. My, my, <laughs> my, my, uh, my life partner. I call him my life partner. Mm. He's my husband, my life partner, whatever you want to call him. But he's an Aquarius. And mm. I gave birth to our son, our first son, on his birthday. So I got hey. two Aquariuses in my house. And this one is set to be either a Pisces or an Aries. So Hey, come on, Aries, baby. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had some more Virgo energy in this house. But <clears throat> it is what it is. <laughs> my husband just peeped. Cause because when I was telling her congratulations, my husband was peeping. He didn't close the blinds to block the baby, and so he came to the glass. I was like, "Congratulations!" <laughs> so my husband said, "Congratulations." <laughs> and thank you, thank you. I like the discussion. We gotta do this more. Invite me back on. Of course, Paula. I was actually thinking about having a season finale of all the people oh, we you have did. like all the guests oh that'd be so much fun a season finale to I wrap up the season that. season one a reunion yeah <laughs> that'd be so dope i like that you like i just that? got goosebumps like that's gonna be so much fun yeah so yeah that wraps up the instacast discussion so we'll be seeing you next sunday with another guest you know at 5 p.m thank you paula at 5 p.m uh yeah, that's that's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna write an outro for the next one because you know I'm a, I'm a I'm a pro at it now. <laughs> so so thank you for being here, Mari. Thank you guys so on much. The season finale. Yeah. All right. Come on, season finale. Season finale. <laughs>